Hi, this is Dr. Tom Rogers, putting the spotlight today on COVID-19. Uh, we hope to do a lot of these little spotlights and keep you updated on, on the latest. Um, of course, around here in Tennessee, Southwest Virginia, the rates are going up. Um, we don't know if they've plateaued yet. Um, the death rates continue to be very, very small. Um, and that's the thing we're seeing nationwide because of increased testing, um, the incidents have, have gone way up and, and it's vastly underdiagnosed because there's probably a lot more people out there who have it, but because half the people that have this are asymptomatic, not going for tests. Um, you know, I, I certainly think the testing's way off base too because at least around here and in most places of the country, it takes a week to two weeks to get your, your test result back. So by that time, you know, it's kind of useless in my opinion, uh, as far as the spread. So, and we're all kind of wearing masks because we're following the rules and I'm fine with that. The thing about a mask though, if you don't put something like glasses on or something to cover your eyes, then that virus, if somebody has COVID or is a carrier and they get right in your face and they're talking, spitting, coughing, whatever, and those particles go in your eyes, that's the way you're gonna get it. I think it's more highly transmittable through there than your nose. At least your nose has some way of, you know, using decongesting and purifying the air. But uh, so I suggest you wear some glasses if you're gonna wear a mask. Um, but anyway, so the incidents are going up and you know, the death rates may be going up a little bit, but mainly on elderly people like it's always been and people with chronic debilitating illnesses. Now there are some outliers of course, so you can't ignore it. This virus is highly contagious. It's more lethal than the flu. I think it's killed about 135,000 people in the United States so far. Um, and it seems like we're leading the world with, uh, with cases of this and how we do badly with it. And my own idea about it is because we're leaving a very um, obese, diabetic, hypertensive, metabolic uh, country. I mean, two thirds of our people that live here are obese and they don't eat right. They're chronically tired, stressed, or ideal candidates for any virus. They're, they're gonna be ideal candidates for the next one unless they do something about it. You also, of course, need to take your vitamins, especially zinc, C, and D. Um, and also probably take a pepsid. There's a lot to do with the acidity of your stomach. And it's interesting that um, we're trying to get people off of the PPIs like Nexim and Prilosec that are so commonly overused because it, it turns out they make you more susceptible to this COVID virus. And an H2 blocker like Pepsid, Zantac, Tagamet, they make you less susceptible to it. So another reason to get off your PPI unless you have a Barrett's esophagus or really a, uh, some crazy reason to use it for the rest of your life. So try to get on another blocker like an H2 blocker. Um, as far as, I, I'm optimistic in this thing, even though it's still uh, rising, the incidents are rising because of the reasons I mentioned before, but the other reason I'm optimistic is because the death rates seem to be going down, down, down especially in people that are, you know, contracting this illness and doing just fine with it. But we've learned how to treat it better. Of course, we're using some inhaled steroids. I've been using them through telemedicine. I've treated several COVID patients 
and most of them, all of them, I guess, are doing great. I try to contact them on a daily basis to see if they need anything because you really, unless you have to go in the hospital, you should probably avoid going in the hospital um, if you can. Of course, if you get short of breath, can't breathe, you go straight to the emergency room, an emergency room that's equipped to handle it. That's usually a larger hospital and, you know, where they're able to do some things like use uh, dexamethasone, uh, use remdesivir, maybe in places where you can get it, even some of the convalescent serum. Um, you know, I, I'm a big believer in IV vitamin C. Some of the hospitals use it, some don't. Uh, but in any event, the thing is you want to prevent it in the first place, treat it early if you do come down with it, and don't wait till you get the results of the test because that's gonna be one to two weeks. By that time, you may be real sick, especially if you have a lot of underlying causes. Uh, make sure your blood sugars are normal, your blood pressure is normal. Um, you know, it's maybe too late to get lean right now, but certainly think about what you're eating. And in the future, you know, get yourself in shape so you'll be much more likely to not catch the virus in the first place. And you may even have it and won't even know it uh, or be able to fight the virus off real quickly. You know, there's a lot of, of uh, misinformation about this virus. It's a bad thing for sure, um, but there's hope. You know, if you listen to the news every night, you're gonna you know, panic and get scared. And I really think that unless they reopen our country or if they shut it down again, we're gonna have more problems than, than the virus itself. I've already called in more nerve pills and talked to people over the phone through telemedicine. They're so upset and anxious with this thing. And plus the fact that people are losing jobs, they can't afford things. You know, there's things worse than this virus that it's doing to our country, in my opinion. Um, and again, that's my opinion. Um, there, there's a couple factors that um, are really risk for this disease. One is how dense the population is. The second one is how dense the population is, if you get me what I mean by that. And another thing that this pandemic has shown us is that stupidity travels a lot faster than any virus we've ever known. Um, that's stupidity, especially when it's um, handled with politicians and bureaucrats. So just remember that. Um, I hope this is a good little update. I hope to keep you updated weekly on COVID. Uh, again, if you get sick, you have problems, don't he hesitate to call us. We'll be glad to do a telemedicine consult with you and give you the best advice that we have. And my opinion is my dad told me, he was an old timey surgeon, but he said, and there's a lot of unknowns still about this, but we're way advanced compared to where we were seven months ago. And our country should have been more prepared than any country in the world. It turns out we were probably one of the least likely these other countries have done so much better. We didn't nip it in the bud and it got out and it's almost too late to do the closing and nipping in the bud, as you know. Um, but anyway, so take care of yourselves and um, you know, learn about this virus. Uh, try to boost your immune system because as you know, this is a respiratory inflammatory disease that then causes a coagulopathy or blood clotting and that's what's killing most people. So the people that are most susceptible need to stay away for sure. Um, 
you know, my ideas about school reopenings, et cetera. Maybe we ought to wait till after the Labor Day, a little bit longer, give us another month to see how this is gonna play out and then do it smartly. Um, but we certainly don't wanna, you know, shut down our whole country again. That could be disastrous. So keep informed, don't panic, be smart, take care of yourself. I'll see you next week. Thanks guys for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.